This episode of Juice Crew Radio is brought to you by the number one new release in Amazon, Juice Crew, Transform Your Life by Eating One Juice a Day, available with our app for free at juicecrewbook.com. And of course, Try Best, making healthy living easy. Welcome to Juice Guru Radio. Discover what the magic and power of juicing can do for you. And now, your host, best-selling author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Juice Fasting, Steve Prusak. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Juice Guru Radio. I'm your host, Steve, and on today's show, we've got John Kohler. He is one of the foremost juicing experts in the world. He's tested just about every juicer on the market. He knows the ins and outs about juicing and more health vibrancy and today we're going to talk about juicing marijuana a hot topic in the juicing community stay tuned for our interview with john kohler here's another juice guru approved products hey there juice guru tribe here at juice guru we've tried a lot of juicers but the one we've chosen as our absolute favorite for the last three years in a row has been the Try Best Slow Star. Order your own Try Best Slow Star at the Juice Guru Tribe Discount by visiting our website at juiceguru.com. Try Best Slow Star makes healthy living easy. Get one today. Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to Juice Crew Radio. I'm your host, Steve Prusak. And on today's show, like I said, we've got John Kohler. He's been on a raw fruit and vegetable diet since 1995. He changed his diet after overcoming a life-threatening illness, really spinal meningitis. We'll hear a little about that. And he's had dynamic health ever since. The focus of his research has been just going deeper with his knowledge about health. And one of his goals is to educate the world about the power of eating a diet rich and fresh fruits and vegetables. Let's welcome to Juice Girl Radio, John Kohler. Thanks for having me, Steve. Hey, John. Wow, that's quite a resume you've got going there. Yeah, I mean, I've been doing this a while and just living my life and sharing what I've learned with everybody. You know, that's my passion. It's fun. Well, this is there's so many things we could talk about, but I thought we could start with one of the hot topics I've seen on Google and YouTube, and that's juicing marijuana. And uh, I think we talked a little bit about that a few weeks ago, but you have some experience with that, right? Right, yes. I prefer to say uh, juicing cannabis, you know, versus marijuana. When you think marijuana, you think getting high, getting stoned and all those things, you know, which is not necessarily the way that I advocate using cannabis, which to me is just yet another leafy green or herb that's put on this planet for us to use and benefit from, you know, and not necessarily get high or that psychoactive effect that actually most people use it for. Actually, I use it for the other effects, which in my opinion are even more beneficial. So let's talk about how you even experimented with that. I mean, that's something, you know, we've all had our day in high school, but, you know, since evolving to the health journey, I mean, it's something I left behind, but, but you had me interested when you started talking a little about this and, and I know you had quite an experience the first time around, right? Right. Well, what happens was, you know, in the state of California, I got a medical recommendation. So that's very important. You know, I do not advocate doing anything illegal. So, you know, I was uh, got a recommendation by doctors that I was basically uh, like prescribed that I was okay to use uh, cannabis according to the state law there. So I do not recommend doing anything illegal. So get a recommendation if you uh, can get one in your state for using this or, you know, certain states now actually it's becoming legal and it's going to become legal everywhere, I think, one of these days. But, uh, yeah, anyways, uh, so I had the medical card, and actually, if you want the full story, I actually have a YouTube video that's over an hour and a half long to explain exactly what happened. <laughs> um, 
but I'll give you this short synopsis. So basically, yeah, we'll you know, put we'll I put had, a link uh, to that learned, video too. Oh, go ahead. We'll put a link to that video under the show, so so oh, you great. can you can check that out on YouTube. Right. So what basically happened was, you know, I was doing a lot of research on the cannabis for its medicinal uses, and as much as it is, you know, a federal uh, drug class one or whatever, it's like it's, you know they say that it has no medicinal uses. At the same time, the U.S. government actually has a patent on the neuroprotective effects of cannabis, and you can look up the patent. So at the same time, one part of the government saying it's illegal, the other part of the government saying, hey, man, this is good medicine, it's neuroprotective, you know, for like Alzheimer's and all these other conditions. And it also, you know, I mean, we've all seen the shows on CNN or whatever like that, and Sanjay Gupta talking about, you know, kids with having seizures and all this kind of stuff, and I like that's like the only stuff that helps them. So, I mean, there's a lot of things that actually have not even been researched about cannabis yet. And so I want to get some of those benefits, you know, from that plant now. And so instead of smoking it, which you only get a, actually a small amount of the benefits, which is mostly the uh, psychoactive effect with some others, of course, you know, I wanted to get the whole leaf juice in me. So I did a lot of research, and uh, Dr. Dr. William Courtney, uh, you know, has a lot of research online about uh, raw cannabis, and he said something that I was really happy to hear. He said, raw cannabis is the raw foods poster child, because if you use it in its raw state, you can't get high. Because normally what has to happen is you have to heat the cannabis to decarboxylate it so that you get high. That turns the THCA into the THC. And so I'm like, great. I could, however I use cannabis, I'm never going to get high because that's not a desired effect for me. That's an in, non-desired effect. It's like when you take a drug, there's, there's effects and side effects or undesired effects. <laughs> and so, like, I did not want to get high. So... Uh, I'm like, okay, great. So I started using cannabis, you know, I would add it to salads, uh, you know, add it to my green juices. And, yeah, nothing happened. I was fine. Until one day I was juicing with it, and I always try to improve what I'm doing. So, you know, like one of the ways I improve my juices is by uh, juicing some fats along with it. So I I love to make like a cactus fruit coconut uh, milk juice using, you know, mature you know, a brown coconut and the cactus fruit juice those together with some water. Amazing drink, tastes so good. But the thing is, when you add fats to something, it slows down the absorption, you know, of the nutrients in whatever you're eating. So that's why I recommend, you know, if you're eating a salad, hey, have a nut-based blended-up salad dressing with that. You're going to get more nutrients absorbed from that same salad without doing anything else. So I juice the cannabis with some uh, mature coconut, and also some tangerines to kind of make it taste good. And I, I started drinking, and I drank it, and yeah, okay, I felt great. You know, I, w- I was in my garden gardening. Probably about four hours later, I started feeling this funny, and I'm like, oh, my God, I'm feeling a little bit sick. I, I, feel, I feel like in my head it's, it's, I'm, I'm almost kind of spinning. Oh, wow. And I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, is the government poisoning me because I'm, like, teaching gardening online or <laughs> teaching people how to eat healthy or something? And I'm like... What's happening to me? I have no idea. I've never felt this in my life before. And, and I just started freaking out, and it slowly, like, escalated higher and higher. Whoa. And, and I'm like, oh, my God, what, what could this be? And then I'm like, I, mean, I thought, maybe it's the cannabis. And then I tried to remember back to when I was in high school, and, you know, everybody kind of smokes when they're in high school. And I'm like, is this what it felt like when I was in high school? I really <laughs> honestly don't remember. It's been that long. And I was like, you know what? I, I think this is probably it. And, and then when I, I started getting, like, the... Like, it was weird. I had pinpoint focus. So 
uh, for example, that day I was picking weeds in my garden, and I would have, like, Superman vision. I'd be able to see the weed um, scattered amongst all the plants, <laughs> that I, the desired plants or my vegetables that I want to keep. I'd be like, okay, it's there, 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 and I could see it, and I'd know where they were, but then the problem was, okay, John, now get your arm to move to go pick that weed. And, I mean, we're literally talking about weeds in my garden, not like weed. <laughs> but, um, right, right, right. you know, pick that dandelion or whatever and, and pull it up. And, like, it would take me a long time to, like, I'd see it. But then for me to get to set myself in motion and to actually do it took a lot longer. And, uh, you know, I, I really did not like the feeling. I'm, like, high on life, like, 24-7 on my high alkaline fruit and vegetable diet that, you know, I eat copious amounts of greens, which are one of the biggest alkaline foods. And I, I just love my life as it is. And when I got high like this, it actually put me into a lower, I don't know, lower level for where I normally operate because I'm at such a high level. And this is where I think if everybody was at such a high level and feeling great and good all the time, and then they smoke cannabis, it would take them down. But unfortunately, most people are at a way low level. They take some cannabis and it brings them up. So, you know, that wasn't my experience at all. And then and then, uh, then I was like a clock watcher. So it's like if you, like, are in school, grade school kid, you know, you're like, it's noontime, and you're like, man, I just want to go home at 3 o'clock when the bell rings, I could go home. Or you're at work at a job you hate for money you don't really need, and you're, like, waiting until, like, it's 6 o'clock and you're off because you just want to go home and you want to do your job. Like, I was just like, man, this Canada's high thing needs to be over because I'm not having fun. This is not good, and it just needs to be over. And it was like a real terrible experience. And so how long did that experience last? Yeah, unfortunately, uh, the experience lasts for 10 hours from start to finish. I mean, it, was like, it, wow. it like came on strong, and then at the end, it like kind of like gradually tapered off until I basically by the next morning, I, I felt a little hungover the next morning. Now, the interesting thing is, you know, I'm a cannabis lightweight. I don't, you know, use cannabis on any kind of regular basis, but I have a good a friend, actually, <laughs> who does, and he has a medical card also in California, and he smokes for medicine every day of his life, actually, and he, he lives on that, actually. And the funny thing was I made the same exact juice for him the next day to make see if, like, my results were out of the ordinary or he would get high also, and... And he got high for 10 hours also, and he didn't have to smoke the cannabis that day. And he's like, John, if I had green juices like this every day, I would give up smoking. And I'm like, I think that's great for people that want to smoke cannabis and get high for 10 hours. More power to you. You know, you're going to have the highest, funnest time of your life. For me, it was terrible. But that being said, besides getting high, you're also going to get the beneficial properties of the vitamins and minerals, the enzymes and the other phytonutrients and other cannabinoids in the canvas besides just the THC. Mm. So, I mean, you, the research you did indicated that you weren't going to get high from it. What do you, why did you get high? Was it the combination of the fats? Right. So, you know, I mean, at first I was thinking, like, this is against everything I know. You know, why do they have to smoke cannabis to get high and all this stuff? And why do they have to heat it? And I don't know if I discovered something. First I was thinking it was like the citric acid or something. And then, you know, later, unfortunately, I tried the, uh, the same recipe again, but instead of using the citric acid in the tangerines, I used, like, carrots and beets, and unfortunately, I got high for a second time. So um, now <laughs> I pretty much think it's the coconut. Yeah, right, that was not fun either. That time, actually, I threw up, so that, that actually kind of, like, uh, got 
some of the stuff out of me, and then I, it was it, it didn't last as long. So it was good and bad that I threw it. But um, yeah, so now I think it's the coconut because the, the cannabinoids are uh, fat soluble. So because if you don't do it with fat, maybe it goes through your system fast enough so that it doesn't get absorbed. But if you slow it down and have the, the coconut, you know, in there, the coconut meat, the coconut milk, uh, you know, that I made fresh. I didn't, like, use some canned coconut milk. I, I extracted it at the same time where it kind of got the intermeld. And there, it's in the video, you know, that's posted in the show notes. Um, so you guys could find out how you, if you want to do that or if you don't want to make sure that happens to you. Um, yeah, so I think it's a coconut, something having to do with the coconut. And I'm not really sure. One of these days I want to get testing at, you know, a, a cannabis testing lab, and then we could test the, the input product, you know, and the final product and see w- what exactly is happening. So did you ever try it without the coconut? Oh, yeah, no, all the time. So, uh, you know, I would juice previous to that and after that situation without coconut, and I was fine. Oh, so, okay. Um, uh, so I'm clear. I don't think oh. that's an issue. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I got smarter after that, too. So I was using uh, high THC leaves, which are being grown for the THC plants, for the, the buds that would be sold in dispensaries. And unfortunately... Most of the growers that grow the cannabis, you know, they basically throw away their leaves, which is, to me, the most important and beneficial part of the cannabis plant, not necessarily the buds that are so prized and valued. I was able to get high on the leaves, which is is huge because most people, you know, have to wait till the buds. And if you just grow the plant, it makes the greens, and you could juice that. And based on what happened to me, I got high on it. So the mystery changed the whole cannabis industry getting high on leaves by juicing them. And then you can still get the right. buds, you know, when you're ready, <laughs> you know, to get high again if, you, if that's what your desired effect is. But that being said, nowadays I hmm. uh, recommend, and I, I personally juice a high CBD leaves, which is, a, you know, a different kind of cannabinoid, and there's actually less of the THC, which, you know, gives you the, uh, the undesired effect that I got. The, uh, oh, it's like a different type of cannabis, is that right? Right, a different kind of strain, right? Yes. Oh, okay. or, yeah, a different kind of variety that has a different different uh, nutritional properties. You know, much like a green grape doesn't have the uh, anthocyanidins and the, the purple pigment and the coloring, but the black grapes would. You know, there's different kinds of cannabinoids or phytochemicals in the cannabis plant, and so I, I recommend the you know high higher CBD and with a lower THC content these days if you don't want that effect that I had. So has, did your friend go back to doing this? I mean, I would, I would imagine he can, it would be cheaper to buy the leaves if, if that's what he's into. Well, actually, you know, uh, we have a, we're, we're part of a collective that grows the cannabis, and uh, he would just give us the leaves because we're friends of his and we're in his uh, collective. And so, yeah, I mean, he could do that, but unfortunately... I mean, what's easier, making a juice, and it's going to take you, I mean, it doesn't, it's, you know, this juice is an intricate juice, you've got to crack the coconut, mix it up, blend it, juice it, could take a half hour, and, you know, and yeah. Yeah, I guess he's just still, you know, pokes up and wrecks his lungs and all that stuff. You know, I mean, everybody's going to do what they want to do, and once again, you know, my, I don't necessarily recommend that anybody, you know, you smoke cannabis, um, unless you have a, you know, chronic medical condition that really warrants it, I would recommend that everybody tries juicing the leaves. Uh, you know, for a similar and even more beneficial and more benefits. Right. I mean, it sounds like the prolonged thing, though, like for someone that's into I mean, I've got some friends that are into that, too. And and I would imagine they'd want the 10 hour high. That's that's right. the, You know, they have to, right. Yeah. On leaves, you know, and, and it wasn't even right. that many leaves, actually, you know, and that was that wasn't that's insane. 
So, well, yeah, you so, know, I encourage people to do that. And, you know, I mean, and then, then if you're, you know, yeah, I just, people should just do that. It's <laughs> very interesting. So you, with the strain you're using now, are you seeing positive benefits of juicing the marijuana? Have you noticed any different? I mean, you're such a healthy guy anyway, and you're drinking all kinds of green juices all the time, but are you able to notice any kind of difference by adding that into the regime? Right. So my medical recommendation has uh, expired. And since it has expired, you know, I have not, uh, you know, uh, used any cannabis since it has expired. But I can tell you, Steve, that uh, when I was using the cannabis, you know, to me, I don't know that I felt any major difference, Mm -hmm. but I kind of felt like a little bit more sharp, a little bit more spot on. And I don't know, in my head, it kind of took me to the next level of my health, you know, because basically what it is, it's, it's not like some magical you know, plants or anything like this. There's basically just phytonutrients and phytochemicals in there, like every other plant. And I encourage everybody listening to this to include more varieties of fruits and vegetables in their diet. You know, I have a garden and I grow everything other than cannabis in my garden. Any, any, any you know, medicinal vegetable herb that I could find and that I could grow, I'm growing it so I could have the benefits from that. And when people do that, even if they're not eating kale because they hate it and they always do switch or if you start including kale and maybe even some broccoli rob or, you know, uh, dandelion greens, and you haven't been previously doing that, it may take you to the next level, too, because now your body has access to more phytochemicals and phytonutrients, which are the building blocks of us. And when we have different phytonutrients in us, it allows our body to do more unique things. And we actually have, cannab- uh, you know, cannabinoid receptors, you know, in, in our body to access some of the nutrients in the cannabis. And there's also cannabinoids in plants like basil, just not exactly the same kind that are in the cannabis. And you've got videos up on that for at growingyourgreens.com, right, where you show uh, your viewers gardening tips and things like that? Right, on growingyourgreens.com, I basically, you know, I, I did a series where I went to the uh, organic uh, collective that's growing the cannabis, North Coast Naturals, and I made some uh, really detailed videos on how to grow cannabis organically, and I interviewed the uh, master gardener there, MIT, and then along with that, you know, I show getting my card and then how I got high for 10 hours, you know, as a service <laughs> to people. Because, you know, I, everything that I learn, I, I put up on YouTube so everybody could know everything I know or actually most of what I know all for free because I want to I want this world to become a better place. And knowledge is power. And more importantly, applied knowledge is power. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like you really discovered something that I don't think anyone ever did. I mean, I interviewed Aris Latam years ago, and he talked about juicing marijuana, but never this, what you've done here. I've never, he didn't get high from it. He was just talking about the, the medicinal use of it. I'd never heard about this before. Right. Well, that's because I combined it with something that, you know, probably nobody other than a raw foodist that wants to like dial in stuff, would ever do. Cause I'm a kind of like a crazy mad scientist <laughs> with my uh, equipment in the, uh, in the kitchen, you know, and I just have fun too. You're listening to John Kohler on Juice Guru Radio. Uh, you can find out more about him and his uh, raw food diet at okraw.com. We'll have a link under the show notes. And he also does lots of juicing reviews and things like that with his discountjuicers.com. So let's talk about that a little, John. What you, I mean, you've pretty much tried, I, I imagine, almost every juicer out there. What do you, let's talk about your top three favorites. Sure, Steve. So, yeah, I mean, Basically, everybody wants to know, like, what's the best juicer, and the best juicer for you is the one that you're going to use, number one, and number two, the one that you're actually, uh, you know, going to get the highest yield out of the things that you will juice, be juicing the most. 
And, uh, you know, some people might want to juice a lot of fruit. Some people might want to juice a lot of greens. Some people might want to juice a lot of carrots. And each one of those situations may require a different juicer. So uh, in general, overall, Steve, I, I prefer the slow juicers uh, as the number one rule. I, I don't think that they should, people should really buy fast juicers unless they're just not going to juice, unless they have a fast juicer. A recent uh, published scientific study came out a year, a couple years ago, that I've covered on my YouTube channel. But basically, they put um, broccoli through a high-speed juicer, a slow juicer, and a blender. They then measured the, the results, the broccoli juicer, in case of the blender, the broccoli smoothie mixture, um, for the phytonutrients, or the polyphenols specifically. And it showed that the slow juicer had the most amount of polyphenols. And yeah, some of, it wasn't like astronomically higher, but it did have more. Now, this is because the high-speed juicer tends to pump air into the juice, which, in my opinion, will oxidize the, you know, very delicate phytochemicals. You know, things like minerals are probably not going to be affected, but the phytochemicals, which are the most important things to me, will. The vitamins, yeah, they'll probably be minerally affected. But it also, same thing with the blender. Inside the blender, if you look at it when it's running, you know, um, you could see it's like a, a little tornado like that's in Kansas and they rip up houses and stuff like there's a tornado vortex in the middle of your blender and that's pulling in air and as it's pulling in air the blades are hitting the food it's breaking open the food and it's shoving air right into the food which oxidizes the food which is lowers the phytochemicals and this is just if you just think about it it makes sense and so this study shows that now furthermore that even makes makes it even more clear to me that we should be using slow juices if you are really concerned about your health of course once again, using any juicer and making a fast juice and a high-speed juicer is way better than, you know, drinking a, a bottled or packaged juice on the store shelves that have been heat pasteurized. You lose all the enzymes. They're better than a coffee or a Coke or soda or anything like that. But in this study, they show that uh, they took the, once again, they took the slow juice, the high-speed juice, and the blended broccoli. They put in a Petri dish with some live cancer cells, like five or six different kinds, and the, uh, the juice made with a slow juicer overall had a much more, uh, you know, uh, beneficial effect on reducing the growth of the cancer. So the cancer did not replicate as quickly, and it was about, the difference was about 50%. So if you want more cancer-fighting ability, you know, then you want to use a slow juicer for sure because you're losing 50% of the ability. And I don't know if that's the reason why some people get cancer, you know, I think people just need to eat more of their cruciferous and allium family plants, which are shown to be anti-cancerous, and people just don't get enough of those in. Well, I mean, it just it makes me think, and I love your take on this, because there's a lot of controversy out there about sugar and juices and including fruits in your juices and even apples, and I'd love to know what your take is on that, and if you ever do any fruit juicing or if you ever include apples, and what you recommend to the people you work with. Right, Steve. Yeah, so, I mean, on fruit juicing, here's the thing. If adding some fruit to some leafy green vegetable juice gets you to drink it and you would not drink it otherwise, that is a good thing. If drinking fresh fruit juice that you made in your own juicer at home gets you to drink the fresh fruit juice you made instead of a Coke, you know, or a coffee, right. um, you know, or some other kind of kombucha beverage that still has high sugar levels in it, I, I would completely go for that. Now, that being said, you know, um, it's good, better, best, you know, not right and wrong, good, bad. Don't ever juice fruits, it's poison or something, you know. I mean, I mean, there's, there's benefits in the fruit, and people forget that when you juice, 
Yes, you lose one type of fiber. In, in all the plant foods, there's two types of fiber. There's soluble and insoluble fiber. Soluble fiber dissolves in liquid, dissolves in water. So when you juice, you get all the soluble fiber. You don't get the insoluble fiber. That's what's kicked out, you know, in the pulp catch bin. And some juicers actually, um, you know, put pulp in the juice. So, for example, Steve, on carrots, which is like a, a vegetable that's actually very high in sugar for some people and, and this, of course, depends on the kind of carrot you get. If you get, like, some kind of heirloom carrot that's, like, yellow or something like that, they come in yellow and purple and red and, and white, um, not necessarily the orange color that we know that's been highly hybridized and actually is grown for sweetness. And I used to juice certain brand of carrots, but I love carrots. They're one of the sweetest carrots out there, the organic ones, And because I like the taste, and it was good. And at the time when I did that, when I was getting into the raw foods diet, Hey, that was a great thing for me because it got me to stop eating, you know, chicken and eggs and turkey sandwiches and all this stuff, right? But at the same time, you know, we could juice heirlooms that have less sugar content. But at the same time, when you juice the carrots, you know, you get approximately almost 50% of the fiber even when you drink the carrot juice because about approximately half, maybe 48% or so, of the fiber in carrots is the uh, soluble kind that dissolves in water. And so it's the responsibility of the soluble fiber as well as some of the other phytonutrients and phytochemicals that may be in, for example, apples, that slows down the absorption of the sugar into your bloodstream. Not that I'm recommending juicing, right. but, you know, this is what the science says, and I'm just... That you're absolutely, that, you we know? talk about that in our book, and, and, and not a lot of people are talking about that. So that's, we love that you brought that up. And the other thing is, I mean, in, it is going a little deeper, and we do you know, talk to people that are pretty much new to juicing. So it's like, yeah, include some of that and whatever it's going to, whatever you can do to flavor it up and, and get juicing. That's most important. I was the same way you were with carrots and that's how I started with juicing. So for the other thing, John, can you tell us and how your listeners, how they can get a hold of you and, you know, find out more. We're going to have the links under the show. We talked about some of the links, but what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah, the best way to connect with me is through uh, YouTube, actually. So I have three different YouTube channels. I have one YouTube channel, okraw.com. That, that's where I share my healthy diet and lifestyle tips. I've been on a plant-based, raw, fruit and vegetable-centric diet now for 21 years, since 1995. Also, they can check out youtube.com slash raw foods. And that's actually my uh, juicer channel. Uh, that's corresponds with the uh, discountjuicers.com website. And that's where I have the juicer comparison. So if somebody's looking to buy a, the perfect juicer for them, I would definitely direct them to my YouTube channel. I have over 450 videos on that channel comparing and contrasting uh, different juicers so that somebody could get the right juice for, that, for them that they're going to actually use and benefit from. And then finally, uh, growingyourgreens.com. And that actually will forward, to, forward uh, people to my YouTube channel, uh, Growing Your Greens, which is on gardening. So I have over 1,100 videos now teaching people how to grow uh, you know, the fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. And, you know, I only got into growing my food because I learned that, you know, commercial industry and unfortunately even farmers, your local farmers markets are not growing the highest quality food that they could. And plus you're limited as to the variety that you could buy when you're, you know, buying it at a farmer's market or unfortunately in a grocery store. And you could add things to the soil to even have the highest quality and highest nutrition levels in the foods that you're eating. And so that's what I strive to do. I strive to grow my food. I strive to juice it and eat it whole and raw and fresh and, and just share that with the world and with others and mainly through my YouTube channel there. Awesome. And before we wind up here, can you share with our listeners your favorite go-to juice? 
you know, the recipe? Oh, that's a good question. So my favorite go-to juice, like I really want to encourage as much as I juice like almost every day these days, if I'm home and, and if I'm not traveling. Um, but I really want to encourage as much as I have different favorites. My favorite is what is ripe and fresh in my garden at that day, at that time. So I don't want people to get into like, oh, John's favorite juice is, you know, uh, kale, apple, celery, and cucumber. And I'm going to make that every day for breakfast. I really want people to switch up the ingredients they're using, as I talked a little about earlier, is, you know, uh, the nutrient you need the most is the one you're not getting. And if you hate kale and you never juice it, you're not getting some of the benefits from the kale, you know, like the isothiocyanates that are, you know, anti-cancer and stuff. So I really want you to go through the produce market, go through the farmer's market, and start picking these new and different greens and foods and start juicing those. And what I like to recommend to people is have a standard base of, of, of juice. So my base could be something like, you know, I could have a base of one or all of these to some varying proportions, uh, celery, cucumbers, zucchini, apples, carrots, uh, romaine lettuce, and, and maybe a little, a little bit of lemon. And then that's my base. So I'll always have one or many of those in my base. I could just do purely zucchini with Swiss chard and a little apple, right? Or I could do like a celery, cucumber, chard, zucchini. Actually, that's the juice that I had today. Um, and then always add, use a different green and then maybe add, you know, instead of the apple, you know, add some uh, pineapple or some orange to sweeten it up to make it taste good. Like the juice I made today was awesome. I had some other uh, YouTubers over and gave them a tour of my garden. And they had the juice. They loved it. It was like a pineapple, orange, Swiss chard, uh, cucumber, zucchini, and celery. And with the Swiss chard stock, those are the best. But that was an like, amazing juice. Like, really, really was delicious. But, like, I'm not going to have that juice again. Like, I'll juice whatever, I, whatever is, like, on sale at the grocery store. If I got apples on sale this week, I'll use that as, as one of the things. If I'm adding fruit to the juice to make it taste better. If, if fruits aren't on sale, then that's all right because I'll just use celery and uh, cucumbers. And the cucumbers are coming in my garden now, so I'll have those. So I'm not really going to have to buy them. And then I'll just use the greens in my garden or the dinosaur kale. Swiss chard, a couple of weeks ago, I was juicing copious amounts of lettuce because I had all this lettuce I had to use, and I was juicing that up. So I really want to get people into, you know, juicing variety and juicing things that you haven't juiced before, and even some of these, you know, uh, unknown uh, foods, you know, that you may not know that you have to start growing, you know, to get them into your life, such as uh, one that I like a lot. It's called Ashitaba, also uh, Janeiro Procombens or Longevity Spinach. These are very powerful healing you know, uh, leafy greens that are known in Southeast Asian cultures that we don't know here. And there's a lot of research about the anti-cancer and anti-diabetic effects of some of those greens and anti-disease, you know, and I want everybody out there to disease poop themselves. And the way you're going to do that based on my study of all these years is by eating more specifically the leafy greens. They have the highest levels of phytochemicals and phytonutrients with the least amount of calories. And those are also the ones that are going to feed you the, the vitamins and the minerals that you need to to thrive without all the calories that, you know, that most Americans are eating way too many calories and their, and their uh, waistlines are paying for it. Well, what a great message. And the idea of eating straight from the ground. I'm sure like when you started growing your own as opposed to even going to a farmer's market, eating that food fresh picked that day, I mean, you, I'm sure you can't even speak to the benefits of that. Yeah, you know, I mean, Steve, I go out and want a juice Swiss chart. I don't like pick it last night and then leave it in my fridge overnight. I go out to the plant, harvest it, bring it right in, wash it, put it right through the juicer instantly. And when you do that, 
you know, number one, you know, in transport, unfortunately, people live in New York and the produce is grown in California. It's been on a truck for five days. And after the produce is harvested and picked, you know, certain amounts, of, especially some of the beneficial phytonutrients and phytochemicals can be reduced. You know, I've heard statistics on certain nutrients, you know, up to 50% of the nutrients are lost in just, you know, uh, 24 hours or something like that. So not to say that the food is bad, but you could have better and why not do better? Give yourself every possible advantage. You know, I came from a situation of almost losing my life. Nowadays, I don't want to, you know, leave my life in the hands of the doctors or even the farmers. I want to take that into my own power and, you know, add things to my soil, like 70 to 90 different trace minerals to make sure my soil has everything because, unfortunately, most farmers and uh, people growing food are not going to the level that I'm going to to grow the highest quality food. And that's simply what I share on my gardening channel because most other gardeners on YouTube aren't sharing this information either. So when you had the spinal meningitis, that was back in 95? That was actually previous to 95, Steve. So I got out of the spinal meningitis through, I could only say, higher powers, and I was given a second chance to live, and I needed to figure out how I could continue to live instead of getting a reoccurrence of the spinal meningitis or any other disease because the doctors, upon exiting the hospital, they said I had a complement immune deficiency, which is basically an autoimmune disease where I have a a chronically weak immune system based on my genes. So I needed to turn that around, and so that is the specific situation I have turned around, you know, with my diet and my lifestyle over all these years. Well, John Kohler, so much we could talk about. Obviously, I I went all over the place, but thank you. We'd love to have you back and and maybe talk more about gardening and some of the other things you're up to. But thank you again for being here. I mean, what a a wealth of knowledge and a asset you are to the health community. Thanks for being here on the show, John. Yeah, it's my pleasure, Stephen. If you want me back anytime, just let me know. We definitely will. John Kohler right here on Juice Radio. He'll be back. If you'd like to download our number one recipe for free, it's the only juice recipe you need for the juicing habit. This one recipe allows you to make dozens and dozens of juices. That's why we call it the only juice recipe you need. You don't need any other juicing books. You can get it for free. Type www.juiceguru.com forward slash template into your browser and you'll get it and we'll have a link to that under the show to get your free download of our number one recipe the daily classic template recipe and i'm steve prusak we'll see you next time thank you for listening to juice guru radio find out more about us at juice guru until next time get your juice on